Hello everyone and welcome to That's the Hattrick. I'm your host Aditya Rao and in this special football themed episode we'll be talking about the European Super League. It's been making the news very recently this week and uh it's it's disturbing for sure, especially if you're a fan of free competition, you know, open market and and really really good football not focused on money and big banks and stuff like that. If you're the average Joe who enjoys this Saturday afternoon at an away day or something like that with uh food and beverages uh and and not worried about the financial side of things and teams co- making a coalition together to upstate upstand leagues and uh especially leagues like the Champions League which is one of the biggest tournaments in football and so it's almost like the holy grail of European football everybody wants to be in it and so this news is very disturbing but before i get to that we'll start off with uh the roundup of the latest fixtures around uh, Europe's league so starting with the Bundesliga and Bayern Munich are just a couple of wins away from their first Bundesliga title beating Wolfsburg 3-2 it was, they didn't do it easily of course especially after their exit at the Parc des Princes in the Champions League this season 3-3 on aggregate but what a game this was uh, Bayern Munich led 3-1 at half time and then Maximilian Philipp pulled one back for Wolfsburg and but Bayern did have the lion share of chances and uh, ultimately held on to win 3-2 in that game uh, so they're not far away from another Bundesliga title and Hansi Flick their coach uh, is going to be leaving at the end of the season he officially announced that which is a big loss for Bayern Munich because I think he's done great stuff there uh, he sort of created this uh, work ethic this environment this positive environment that you know Bayern players really thrive in uh and it it is interesting to see where uh, you know Hansi's career will take him will be germany uh you know who is this is a big speculation right now um but anyways bayern munich's rivals borussia dortmund also winning big this weekend 4-1 uh, against werder bremen uh, at signal iduna park and uh, of course when you think about goals you think about erling haaland and he got a couple two in four minutes in fact moving on to the la liga situation and la liga especially is so much more closer than a lot of other leagues right now atletico madrid beating aiba 5-0 and this is a big result for them and similarly for real madrid a big big loss two points lost against getafe uh in a game where you know they they sort of were taking the back seat it was similar to their performance Uh, at Anfield where they let Liverpool have most of the chances uh and didn't do much and of course they're missing a lot of players uh especially their back four you know uh but it is it is very uh you know shocking for Real Madrid not to put away a routine uh, La Liga game like that especially the type of performance that they put in uh definitely not the typical Real Madrid performance you expect Real Betis and Valencia drawing 2-2 it was a very interesting game actually Nabil Fekir uh and Gonzalo Guedes on the score sheet there uh at Real Betis so very interesting games in La Liga Atletico Madrid will definitely be happy that um their their 5-0 win sort of puts them clear by at least 3 points for the time being until Barcelona play their 31st game of course which they haven't yet moving on to the French Ligue 1 and this uh this was a big weekend in the Ligue 1 as well because talking about the uh uh the the table and you know who's going to win the league 
and it was a big big result for Paris Saint-Germain what a game in the last 15 16 minutes uh PSG Saint-Étienne nil-nil and then uh, up steps Denis Bonga to give them the lead and then Kylian Mbappé responds and then they get a penalty to make it 2-1 Hamouma thought he's rescued a point and then Icardi 3 minutes 5 uh, 3 minutes after that 5 minutes into stoppage time scores the winner for PSG massive 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 result in the French league uh for for the team that's going to be playing Man City in the Champions League semi-finals it's going to be a very interesting game uh because City uh you know how well they've been playing recently but PSG has been playing outstanding well they've got rid of Barcelona and Bayern Munich in their last two rounds uh, and Pochettino is doing wonders and you know maybe their chances of getting uh, a double you know the Champions League and the Liga is definitely on the cards especially after that result because they're only a point behind uh, LOSC Lille moving on to Italy and the Serie A uh, AC Milan beating Genoa 2-1 Ante Rebic opening before a known goal from Scamacca uh, proving to be the winner uh, in 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 that game Lazio and Benevento played a th- absolute thriller Ciro Immobile scoring twice uh, in a 5-3 victory wow what a game is at loads of chances at either and um to be honest Napoli and Inter Milan was the biggest game of the weekend and uh Christian Eriksen uh sort of equalized for Inter Milan from Samir Handanovic's own goal Napoli had only one shot on target in the whole game and they didn't even score with that one so big result at the top end of the table and that means that now Inter Milan are 9 points clear of AC Milan their fierce city rivals uh and are unbeaten in their last 5 games Atalanta have won their last 5 games and they're now only 2 points behind AC Milan and the league the the champions Juventus have lost 2 of their last 5 games and won 2 so they're at uh they're at 62 points and uh, Napoli are slowly closing that gap in 5th place. The battle for Europe in the Serie A is also heating up like it is in the Premier League where uh, Brighton and Everton uh Brighton and Everton played a nil-nil draw but then Everton drew again against Tottenham and that was a fabulous game to watch. Tottenham were clearly the better team in that game uh but Harry Kane two chances, two goals, two spectacular finishes. uh from one of the top premier league strikers of all time 164 goals uh for uh, uh in the premier league for harry kane uh and he's slowly closing in on uh, alan shearer every day uh the biggest news of course is uh, sheffield united getting relegated after william jose's first ever premier league goal for wolves um in that game at molineux and uh what has been coming in inevitably for the last few uh i would say a few months to be honest uh last couple of months we knew with the sort of record they had and and where they were heading you know lowly position uh just four wins in the entire season and 14 points lost five games in a row uh it was coming of course even after they fired fired chris wilder uh, i'm sorry they mu- mutually parted it was definitely uh you know the writing was there on the wall for sheffield united uh and uh, Arsenal Fulham Fulham almost pulled off a great result at the Emirates if not for a 97th minute 
equalizer from Eddie and Kedia. Uh, and arguably the game of the week was at St. James Park because 10 man West Ham nearly pulled off a great comeback against Newcastle. Uh, you know, they were they were down early uh, were the Hammers. Craig Dawson got sent off and then Isa Diop scored an own goal and then Joel Linton who's been who's been pretty good recently two goals and an assist in his recent games uh put them 2-0 up and then Diop scoring again a brilliant header in fact to get them back in the game before Jesse Lingard scored a penalty to make it 2-2 and then Joe Willock with a fabulous bullet header to to put Newcastle ahead that's three big big points uh for uh Newcastle United in their bid to stay in the Premier League and not do something Sheffield United have already done and that is get relegated. And speaking of this relegation promotion thing, Norwich City will be back in the Premier League next year after their result this weekend. We will still look forward to Leeds United versus Liverpool, which will be played on Monday, uh, and Chelsea Brighton, which will be on Tuesday. But Manchester United, in the meanwhile, made their game in hand over Man City count with that 3 1 victory over Burnley. Uh, Mason Greenwood scored twice. Second one was a deflected effort. Uh, and then Cavani added a third right at the end from an assist from Donny van de Beek. So Manchester United going along pretty well. They won their last five Premier League games. So good run of results for Oli uh, recently. And uh, as far as the standings go in the Premier League, there's still some question as to who will make the top four. Chelsea, uh, of course, after West Ham's defeat... You think they'll be able to put themselves into third now with the win over Brighton. Uh, and if they do win, they'll be on 57 points and a point above Leicester City. But would have played a game more because Leicester City played in the Cup this weekend and got into the FA Cup final. So did Chelsea. So it's going to be Chelsea versus Leicester in the FA Cup final. Um, and who saw that coming? Especially you know with the City's hopes on getting a quadruple and all that. Uh, absolutely drained with that result. Hakim Ziyech getting the all-important goal uh, in this in the second half. So big results there, and Chelsea could follow that good form up with a win over Brighton later in the week. And that is your European roundup of results. And now I'm going to move on to the disturbing news, which is uh, the European Super League. Now, what exactly is this? And you know, there's there's been a lot of questions asked you know it's a very new concept there were there was obviously some talk about it a few months ago about this sort of league where all the biggest teams come in and and sort of pull in and you know for funds for money financial uh, and nothing to do with uh you know regular fans like you and me uh it's it's a it's a power grab it's greed it's absolute travesty if you are uh, a, a, an, a, an average fan like I am who loves to watch the game. And uh, what we're hearing right right now is that the European Super League will consist of six English teams, three Spanish teams, three Italian teams, and potentially teams from Germany and France as well. So who are these teams? Who are these teams part of the Super League right now? What is this coalition? What is going on? So basically, a group of Europe's 12 biggest clubs um, and are, are planning to start a breakaway league that they call the European Super League. Uh, and this is according to Sky Sports. There's a lot of uh, other media outlets reporting this as well. I saw it today. There was a statement by the Premier League uh, 
governing body and stakeholders as well which said this is this is not in the interest of football not in the interest of english talent english scouting uh, and and definitely a detriment to uh, what we all cherish right now so the pro- proposal is uh, to create a competition uh, this european super league to create a competition that will rival the champions league but what does that look like what does that look like what are the how you know obviously the current football schedule is already completely packed you know that we the way things are going now the season was started late uh, so i i mean if you're in europe you're playing a game every 3 days regardless of uh, which league you're in and there's so much travel back and forth across the continent so where does this fit in well this is supposed to be a completely different league where these 20 teams or sort of 12 teams right now um with the potential to expand to 20 are trying to break away from the UEFA Champions League but what is their motive um this it looks like money it really does they've been they're being backed by JP Morgan which is an American bank uh and 5 billion dollars worth of assets are going to be or potentially or reported have been put in for this league and the premier league has six representatives the big six you know the six teams normally cha- challenging for a champions league spot uh, in the regular season and uh, i i do feel like this is uh, going to be a big hit for all the fan bases of these teams uh, which are manchester united city liverpool arsenal chelsea tottenham the six biggest clubs in the premier league and then you also have from la liga you have the madrids Uh, and Barcelona so the top 3 in La Liga and and then Juventus AC Milan and Inter at a time where you know their furloughs for um workers who are being uh, who, who who are losing their jobs in a pandemic where football is something that uh gives back to the community where uh you know healthcare workers are celebrated on a on a larger stage where you know they have that voice uh So in this sort of environment when people are losing their jobs, losing their lives, uh for the for these teams to sort of come together and create this super league for greed and for money and for uh and you know it's absolute travesty for fans like you and me. And I absolutely loathe this idea. I think a lot of you will agree there's been a lot of backlash on social media, uh, a lot of backlash from pundits including Gary Neville who was very 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 outspoken about this movement this european super league movement and he had to say a lot of uh things he was disgusted and he gave a damning verdict uh about this uh and basically he said that uh, you know in a, in the sort of situation we find ourselves in are we even going to uh is this something that's even feasible you know we're going to we the game's going to completely change do we want to give up what we have it's 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 very detrimental uh to the english system uh and the this has also been sort of uh echoed by the german league committee as well as the serie a committee and as i stated earlier the premier league committee so there have been a lot of uh, there's been an outreach and uh to the clubs especially manchester and tottenham they were uh hoping for a statement from these teams but no statement has been made yet i think manchester united declined to contact of course the other big clubs like liverpool and chelsea have also been contacted for a response but essentially the ramifications of this league even happening are huge 
to worldwide football, especially because European football is the gold standard in the game. And what what the Premier League Association and you know the German German League Association and basically almost every top um, European league uh, governing body saying that um, this sort of league would mean disqualification from the Premier League, uh, or a league on or La Liga uh, or the Bundesliga, and you know if you guys form this league for money and power grab and all kinds of greed. Then basically you don't have the right to play in the Premier League anymore. You don't have to play. You don't have the right to play in the FA Cup no more. And even UEFA said that because this is a direct rival to the Champions League, obviously they were the most infuriated governing body of all, and they said that all these teams would not be allowed to play in the Champions League. So it is it is a is a very frustrating situation if you are a football fan. Uh, and apparently plans have been in development for months. So. There was news about this late last year, uh, and again, this would not be a breakaway from domestic leagues, but it would be a midweek competition designed to rival UEFA's Champions League and Europa League as well. And apparently, they're expected to be only five places in this 20-strong competition available each year based on sporting merit. Uh, th- there's also no relegation system. So there is no consequence to bad performance and bad results, uh, as well. And governing bodies and leagues across Europe uh, are absolutely outraged, as I said earlier. So fans across any club in any country, city in Europe, uh, you know, hope for the best of their team, but only while playing, you know, good football, like legend football, not not something that's driven by money and assets. Uh, so basically, the concept of a European Super League would destroy any kind of domestic uh, football system. It would destroy uh, what we love and cherish right now. So I think this is absolutely terrible uh, for this to go through. So what what is going on right now? I think the the what my uh, sort of hunch about all of this would be that. Uh, this will not go through, especially for the consequences for each of these teams. I think a lot of uh, all of these teams, the 12 teams that have shown up in this European Super League so far, and uh, the four or eight other teams that are supposed to be invited to get into this 20-strong competition, you know, they've they're cre- clearly established themselves as money grabbers, uh, and and you know, a lot of owners of these teams, you know, like the the Man City owners, uh, you know. As much as they provide financial assets to the team for transfers and stuff like that, they clearly are not footballing people. You know, um, I, I could th- say the same with the Glazers uh, for Man United. I think they've been loathed by sub- supporters for a long time. You know, for increasing the club's debt, and you know, of course, FSG in Liverpool uh, now coming under massive scrutiny for this as well. Um, so I, I think this is. It's all blown out of uh, proportion for clubs to take such a drastic step. What is? Are you worried? Are you seriously trying to give up? You know, being in a domestic competition, being in the Premier League, where you know the free market—it's a fair market. It's a—it's a fair competition. There's consequences for losing, and there is merits to winning. Do you want to really give up all that? Do you want to give up uh, the FA Cup, the Champions League, or any other domestic competition based on where we are in the? in the continent is it worth it 
that is that is the question i'm going to leave you guys on but thank you so much for listening to this episode and uh thanks for listening to that's the hat trick uh again i'm your host aditya rao have a good one